Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is FM104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. With Jim Jim and Nobby. Good morning, and how are you? I hope you're well. He means it. I do, I do. I hope you mean it. I hope I mean it. Uh, coming you, up today, you you'll find out about my very uh, my latest strange dream, which involved uh, Aladdin. Oh, it was a lad. All right. A lad, yeah. <laughs> Nobody you suspect to see in blue paint. Let's put it that way. It's Not even today. you. Uh, also, as as we record the podcast today, I read that uh, Jed Mercurio, who brought Line of Duty, yeah. he's getting very antsy when people bring up the ending. Still. Even more so now, because... I don't know if you remember at the time and, and the internet remembers but Jed doesn't seem to remember he would have a go at people on Twitter who challenged the end oh, d- <laughs> but now when he's asked about that he said that um, he, he didn't well he didn't have a go at people no so he's airbrushing that is he he says the story's saying everyone hated it within that there's a certain assumption of the reaction <laughs> but he said he's got about data analyze. you should never do yeah, a good he's, show he's big into that I tell you what, right? Even if he wrote a seven series, I wouldn't watch it now. In the days after the finale ended, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I just, I thought the last two just were a melt. It was just like, ooh, he's behind you. But is he? He's not really though, is he? When this stuff is written down, it's always worse. He questioned on Twitter, uh, one journalist who questioned his data as as as, a, as an effing, can I say? Effing prick. And, sh- <laughs> and shared another viewer's opinion. With the tweet, Lorraine is the result of what would happen if Jackie Laverty's body parts were reassembled in the wrong order. Like, what? He's also called critics morons. Uh, the biggest TV... It was called the biggest TV disappointment of 2019. It wasn't 2019, it was 2021, wasn't it? Well, the 2019 one was pretty disappointing as well. I don't know. I, he shouldn't really be doing all that. He should just put it out there and hope for the best. I'm sure the ratings were big. But I'm telling you, I wouldn't be back for more. I'd never watch it again either. If you ask him about the ending and uh, he says it just feels like clickbait now. Here's the thing. It had 15 million viewers. 15 million. million. I was, I've recently, after, I don't know, how, when was the, the Sopranos originally out? I didn't watch it when it was on telly. 2007, I think. I, I, so, yeah. No, ni- 1997. 1999, I think it was. Was it? It was the first season. So I didn't watch that and I didn't, wa- so I only got into it sort of around 2003, maybe. And I've recently started watching The Sopranos again. I well, lost the DVD box set of it somewhere. 
Oh yeah, well, it's, it's, it's all on uh, oh, Sky I know, I know, on Now I can, TV. I can download it, but it's nice having the thing. Anyway, so I'm watching it again from the beginning. I don't remember hardly anything. It's just brilliant. Mm. It's I'm watching one episode every day, and it's just class. We're also saying as well, it, it's a song, it's a TV show that has a big fat intro. It's about a minute twenty seconds, I think. Yeah, I was listening to these musicians recently, and they were saying that they uh, they make music for TV and films, and they they generally don't get asked to do theme tunes. The theme tunes to most TV shows are five or six seconds now, whereas every theme tune oh, if you grew up to listen to 30 seconds. Animaniacs was a great one. It was like loads. Of, there was just, you wouldn't have a TV show, either a kid's show or an adult show, they'd have a theme. Modern shows just go, and they're in. <laughs> That's it. No one has any patience for anything anymore. I like I like a good intro. Now, I do skip intros if I get the option. Well, I see Netflix now gives the option to do it. But they don't, uh, on now TV, you don't get the option to flick past, woke up this morning, got myself a gun. I never fast forward through That's it. him going out I, of there into the Lincoln Tunnel. The Jersey Turnpike or wherever it is. Yeah, going across town. And I even remember the chung at the end. Of yeah. HBL. Oh, Maron. Whatever that means. What does that mean? I think it might be a rude word. Does he go outside in his dressing gown and get the paper at the he end of every one? He does. He's always out in his dressing gown. But I guess that's how it starts. And then he picks up the paper and then... I can't remember exactly how the first one starts, but yeah. It's so... No, I mean, it's, it's so not every team, no. It's the Jeep driver. You know that no, gaff? He, that he drives gaff. up to the gaff and he gets out and he slams the door. It's <laughs> also immortalised now because the great James is not with us anymore. Yeah, but it's such a good actor. If you've never watched that show, you shall watch that picture. He's oh. just like, when you watch him again, and I, I love him watching it again from scratch, because I, I don't, re- I'm, not, I'm not joking, I, there's about 70% of it I don't remember at all. And uh, he's just, inc- like he can be so vulnerable and then he can be so moody and so dangerous looking. All in the like, flicker of an eye. He's just amazing. What a loss. I loved him. So I'm enjoying it though. Definitely on some women's guilty pleasures, Tony Soprano. A lot of people fancy him, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So Not us, obviously. He's, well, he's cool. I can see why people would. Well, he's like he's, like, he's like a teddy bear sometimes, too. So I was more Dr. Melfi. Dr. Melfi, yeah, she's in it. So hey, Tony. I mean, even her bits aren't annoying me as much as the first time around. See? Yeah. You're probably 15 when you watch it the first time. That's why. You know patience. You know so good. You know appreciation for the highs and lows, the madness and soft landings of the show. When you get to the woods where they get lost in the woods, in the pines. Ah, that's a great one. Great one. Can't wait for that. Great show. Watch it, it if you haven't. That's my that's my Love Island. So, well, <laughs> well, everybody else is watching Love Island. I'm stuck into a show from 1999. Well, I'm actually into season two now. Tony meets the ducks. Not the girls. Okay, coming up on today's podcast, we will discuss with Hannah, Love Island, what's going on with Toby? Does she think he's a plant? Does yeah. she feel, who does she, uh, she's not very feeling sorry for one of the girls. She actually calls one of the girls out. Mm-hmm. She loves Liam, wants to marry him. We'll have a chat. Jackson included. About Amazon, buying stuff from Amazon. We'll go around the houses having a chat. Uh, we'll talk about Ferraris and... There's some uh, French lads who were left a lot of Ferraris and they've fallen out with one of their brothers because of something terrible he did. We'll have some fake ads and I had a dream about Aladdin. I bet you can't guess who was him. I think I've had a nightmare. <laughs> kind of was a nightmare. Welcome to Wednesday. Britney Spears has been ambushed. By who? Or dad? By a pot-bellied pig. What? While she was out for a stroll. Ambushed by a pot-bellied pig? Yeah, They're she- short, no? 
Well, no, he's a big, he's a big lad, this fella. And when you say ambushed, like, was hey, she... Well, she said... She, she was out for a walk, and uh, she was with her boyfriend, Sam, on Sunday, out for an L stroll in the Sam park. Sam met Ham. And uh, they took pictures and spoke to the owner of, in Hawaii, and they were more than happy for the pig and the hog to hug the limelight. He's a big... Pot-bellied pig. Big unit, is he? Yeah, he has kind of straps on him, so I think he's like a pet. Makes some good bacon, so. Didn't George Clooney used to have a... He did. A pet pig. He did. I don't know if it was just the one, but he definitely had the one. And then he met Amal, and I think she said, Hey, can you not just get a goldfish? (laughs) A bloody pig. Who do you think you are? They make nice pets, apparently. Yeah. I don't think think they're as as smelly the pet ones. I think they, they, they don't do them in your thing. I'll learn more about pigs as the weeks go on because I've started watching Clarkson's Farm. I've heard too many people say great things about it so I was like, ah, go on, I'll give it a go. <laughs> Come back to the animal Clarkson kingdom. made me laugh yesterday. He had some funny tweet. He said, do you think that... He said, we're going to, to anti-vaxxers. He said, do you think it's a government conspiracy? The government can't even organise to fix potholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, a superstar bombshell starts at the Villa Party. This is in Love Island. Singing sensation Mabel has gone in there. All right. Wow. And uh, for a special, it up. a special poolside performance. Here's what Maple. Maple. Big stream. So is it just her, her like the song was playing the radio or is No Mabel went in and did a performance so remember I uh, was going to say but do we have to perform it? Maybe she was playing her on the MP3 speaker Mabel well, She was in there yeah, but she might have been singing along with the Oh yeah yeah You have, right. me, you have yep. me there They haven't uh, done that before have they? Thrown in a, a random artist just to go in for the chats Craig David went in last year Oh or, yeah, or 2019, whatever it was. Right. Yeah, no, they do. They send in. I think uh, some DJ went in. Joel Carey. Joel Carey. Yeah. yeah. There you are. All right. So, be nice to hear what she actually did. I could play those songs myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, she might have been miming, or maybe that was just a kind of highlights reel. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, if you're a Gavin and Stacey fan, and you were hoping for a Christmas special. Yeah. A bit of normality at the end of the year. It's not going to happen. I don't think, because uh, Stacey. Um, Joanne, I think jo- his name is Joanna it. Page. She's announced she's pregnant with her fourth child. Fourth? I didn't know she had three kids already. All right, Governor. She's snorty fnor, and uh, so she's uh, she's a BAFTA winning actress, and she's uh, yeah, she's all those be, things. Very all those busy, things. Very busy end of the year. So, so when are they due? When when's the, the fourth? The baby's due around Christmas. Right. Well, like now, if they, they if, if they were doing it, if they were having a Christmas special, they would have already filmed it, wouldn't they? Or. If they'd done... Well, no, we would have heard about it. Yeah. Remember the people lying in the streets last time. But if they wrote it into the script, Stacey could have been pregnant. There you go. That's the end that everyone wants. That'd be a nice finish, yeah. And it comes out looking like Smithy. My little prince. Yeah. And <laughs> looking like Smithy. And then credits. Now, I don't know what's going on, but I've, uh, I've seen Twitter and people are complaining about James Corden this morning. I don't know why yet. It's Twitter. That's... That's, That's what, what they do, do right? I know, Twitter, but, but but apparently he's got some big job, some big movie role, and people are going mad saying he shouldn't have got it. Peter Rabbit three? No, this is, I, I don't know what it is yet. I'll find out for you in the next dish. But the James Corden sort of hating community out are there. are out in force this morning with their pitchforks. They've been sharpened. Yeah, 
All right, it's uh, 6.56. If, if Mabel's answered the goal, like, uh, this is exactly what it sounded like when Joel Curry went into uh, the villa as well. <laughs> it's F104. It is the Strawberry Low Clock. It's F104. It's 10 past 7 now on a Wednesday. How Guten are you? Guten Morgen. How are you doing? Tafajarov, Gianlato. All right, so um, the world is still the same, kind of. I think. Well, looking at the front pages of uh, many papers this morning is the horrific story of hero crash priest who died saving a woman. The hero priest died yesterday pushing his friend out of the, the path of an out-of-control bus. It looked like the uh, the driver of the bus had a cardiac arrest of some kind and they they passed away sadly and the bus went out of control. Horrific scenes and a priest who was out just for a walk. Father Con Cronin. Yeah. Um... Very driver. sad story. Yeah, very sad. It was in story. Monkstown and Cork. Yeah, uh, yesterday. Yeah, very sad. Uh, that's the front page of most of the papers today. Um, a grand celebrated her hundredth birthday with a Guinness-shaped cake, and put her long life down to her daily pint of the black stuff. Well, now combined with an active lifestyle, she had a <laughs> garden party in Swindon, and uh, was Crossy there? No, that sounds it, like his kind of party. It does. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It, he wasn't there, but. Uh, she said, working for so long kept me active and the Daily Guinness never did me any harm, she said. Was it just the one, though? I think she said the Daily Guinness. She didn't specify how many. Right. Reminds me, actually, need to do a border run again soon. Are you still doing that, yeah? And Jennifer Aniston, yes. Uh, Good <laughs> she, man. She is proving that, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what she's proving, but she's proving that she looks bleeding deadly. She's on the front of, uh, Vogue. is it Vogue? Or is it another? No, it's In Style. At 52 years of age, she showed her strict diet and fitness regimes. They pay off as she posed in a white gown with two revealing slits up the side. Yeah, but you got to remember, that's a magazine shoot. You know, that, that, that's, uh, those, those shots are, are enhanced and touched up and smoothed out. She steers away from sugary drinks altogether. She prefers a clean margarita or a dirty martini, but will never have more than three. And uh, it's on the install website now if you want to get more of Jennifer. Uh, oh, she does Jennifer's. have a few secrets. MMA star Conor McGregor is forced to pull out of his uh, charity wheelchair boxing match with impressionist Al Thorin. The Notorious was set to take part in a charity event on behalf of the Irish Wheelchair Association on uh, September the 11th at the Clayton in County Galway. But uh, he must withdraw uh, as his recovery from a broken leg injury continues. So he's promised to help the charity anyway, but he's... Could they not get him there? He might go, but he's not fighting anyone. I don't think he was actually fighting Al Thorne. He was, yeah. Was it not just a trash talk thing? No. No, they weren't going to fight. It was a wheelchair boxing match. All right. Yeah. Well, we don't just give Conor a wheelchair for this. It's, 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 it's perfect. This is good news for Al Thorne. Why? McGregor has... Has bottled it. Has, has bottled it. <laughs> Thorne, He'll do nothing. Thorne wins. Raise Al's hand high. That would have been good, though. What was I going to tell you? I was going to tell you something good there. Yeah, doodle dee doodle. Yeah, Scarlet uh, Scarlet Moffat. Yeah, thought her dog was having uh, some little accidents around the house, and then she realised it was her own fake tan. She was bronzing her skin for years, but was baffled by this mystery brown stains in her kitchen. So my kitchen tiles were were like bugger when you get fake tan on them. The amount of times I'm like, what is that? I thought it was my dog had a little poo, but no, it's fake tan. You don't want to be going around your house thinking that your dog has been pooing all over the surfaces. I don't know how you confuse the two, to be honest with you. She goes for a much darker tan, obviously. 
but still, I mean, uh, you know, fake tan's going to smear on tiles yeah. unless your dog has really got you know some issues and and wants to leave your house. Uh, if on behalf of men and probably some women as well, if there's a fake tan company that could make a fake tan that does not smell, particularly when it's setting on the skin, that would be amazing. Yeah. And the, the you don't sm- have to. You don't have to deal with it. But the like, smell and the stickiness. No, I don't have to deal with it. Like this, like it gives me a headache. The smell of it. I know it's far better for you than doing sunbeds and all that. Absolutely. But if they could just take the smell out of it, or is there one that smells nice? And some people are brilliant at doing it. Some people just look orange, and some people look like I don't know, kind of they they overdo it or something. You, you know, it's fake tan. And then other people, they have it so perfect. You know, you see the one day. And they, they don't have the tan. The next day, they, they look like they've been in Spain for two weeks. Yeah. So with, I, with I don't know how you do the expert one. With white patches on the back of your calves. <laughs> uh, the professor who was uh, credited for developing AstraZeneca is being made into a Barbie doll. Sarah oh. Gilbert is her name. No idea why. So uh, Barbie, uh, Professor Barbie, okay. Professor Barbie. Okay. Now she just wears a suit with the white top so she doesn't I know obviously there's doctors and nurses Barbies and all those different types of Barbies I don't know if a little huh. girl is going to go in and say I want that one in Smith's Well if there isn't a professor Barbie like you, you, there's plenty of horse stuff there's not enough professors Yeah they've all the female pilots they've all kinds of different Barbies Oh now. good But I, I see her a virologist now Barbie <laughs> <laughs> I can literally say that to Here, her Here I tell you what this has nothing to do what? with the news but you know I like to tell you my strange dreams this is one of the strangest I've had in a long time yeah, will you, will you bring to us in a minute? Yeah. Okay. It's really odd, this one. Okay. A city holds its breath. It's 7.15 on F104. Was it a good dream now? It was just a weird thing. I don't know why it happened. I'll tell you in a second. It is the strawberry alarm clock. It's F104. We've got a bit bad habits. It's about dream habits right now. Well, dream. like this isn't a big one. This is just a, it's just a strange one. In my dream, Tony Houlihan appeared and he oh, was... Jesus Christ. No, listen, right? <laughs> and he was Aladdin. He was blue. And he had a fez on. <laughs> I swear to God. Of all the things you were going to say, yeah. Tony... Tony Houlihan, like Houlihan. completely painted blue. Oh my God. And he was chatting away there like that. Chatting to you about what? He wasn't... I don't know. It was just, I just saw him. He was like... And he was, he did was you a, rub him? No, he didn't rub him. Say so you did. He was Aladdin. Well, I get three wishes. Uh, the virus to feck off would be number one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a very odd. I don't know what, where the hell. Like, what I'm it, sure it wasn't me. Although I don't really look like No, it was Tony Hoolan. And he was wearing a little gold fez. What's that, a hat? Yeah, you know the little hats that the Aladdin wears. Jesus, Jim. What were you eating before you went to bed? I don't know. This is a couple of nights ago now. Did you have... I meant to say it to you. Was there a weird drink involved? Was there no, cheese? No, no, I don't know what... So we can all avoid it. But like that was it. It was just he appeared, and I was like, "Oh, that's a bit strange." And I moved on with my life. I, I wasn't talking. Where to were him. you in the dream? I can't remember. I just I just have this this image. You know, Will Smith in Aladdin. Yeah. Think of him in Aladdin. Did he have that little thing on the back of his head? The blue paint. There's no hair. Yeah, he had the little the little go, the little, the little man rat's bun, t- rat's tail man bun. Yeah. And he had the fez on, and he was wearing all the robes and everything. Probably had a magic carpet. And uh, it's like, what's he do? why is wow. he dressed up as Aladdin? Wow. Is there any medication you're on? You're taking anything? Uh, just mild, mild anti-inflammatories. Any hallucinogenics for, for going an, on? Uh, an injury side there effect a in there. Of weeks ago. Wow. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So if you've ever had a dream about a celebrity, right? And it was really odd. He's not a celebrity, Jim. 
Well, he is. He's well known. He's in the public eye. Yeah. He's, he's not Jennifer Lopez. No, no. No, probably similar in age, but that's about it. Imagine now, you know, if if when all this kind of wraps up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did he have any hoopy earrings on around them? He had the full gear on, man. Did he have a little schmig? I think so, yeah. He had the full he had the full stuff on. He was painted blue and it really suited him. Look, it's been a long year and a half, everyone. Yeah, well, clearly it's had more of an impact yeah. <laughs> on you than others. <laughs> have you had your Tony Hulahan dream yet, everyone? I probably you know? would have I, I kept that to myself. <laughs> Tony it's Hulen so odd. As a genie. I don't know where. He probably had a magic carpet. A man bun and a schmig. And the, he was painted the, blue. The full gear. It was, it was Will Smith in Aladdin, only it was Tony Hulahan. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone listening knows him and says this back to him. Yeah. Whew. God knows he could do with a laugh. Anything last night? Nothing, I don't remember it last night. You had a better sleep, right, did you? Yeah, so without cold. Right, okay. If anyone, I don't even bother analysing that one, unless you really are into dream. <laughs> do the lottery, Jim. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking, well, how would you do with that within the lottery? Well, has anything to do with three wishes? Right. I'm going to meet my genie in the lamp, you know, get three wishes. Yeah. So do the lottery. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll get rid of the vi- I'll get rid of the virus if I get three wishes. Right, that's that's number one wish. You should, you should do Tony meets Tony. Hello, Tony. Hello, Jim. Would you like three wishes? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Should we be indoors at the moment? It's seven twenty-three <laughs> on the strawberry alarm clock on F one hundred and four. What is going on here? Indeed. Sorry, Sorry guys. Actually, do we even? Hang on a sec. Hang on. What's going on here? I've no idea. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock in F104. Any Tiesto bud? Yes, we do. So the good news is, we've mentioned this before, but it's getting closer and closer. And I've, I spoke to someone who's kind of working in uh, behind the scenes. Amazon, as you know, are putting a massive, I think there's two actually. Where's it going to go? Uh, one is out near... Uh, Baldonald. This is like that scene at the end of the first Indiana Jones and there's this, this giant room full of boxes. These are serious warehouses. Yeah. Uh, I think that one of them is the size of six football pitches or something like that. It's absolutely massive. And there will no there will not be any charges uh to get something from the UK. And that can so if it if it comes from the Irish Amazon warehouse, it'll arrive that day, won't it? Could it? arrive that day. Get out. It could arrive on a little Amazon it. van from an Amazon man or an Amazon woman. Or it could come obviously down the road on a drone, which would be fine. But yeah, there'd be no more pain, sneaky little Brexit charges. And yeah, I mean, even if it's the next day. So when is that going to open? Do you know that? I don't know exact dates. All right. So you were going to tell us some top hack that you have. Was I? Is that the hack that's coming to Ireland? Well, yeah. I thought you had a top tip for how to... Because I know you can get that... You used to be able to... I don't know what the story is now with Brexit. I don't even mind the waiting. I don't even mind the pain. Well, I do mind the pain extra you it's, know, the, it's the it's not here but you know the thing you can get in the north through through the uh, fireworks no through the, the what's the delivery thing you can get it the little parcel motel parcel motel you yeah. can get an address in the north yeah. it comes it arrives in through the north and gets delivered down uh-huh, here uh-huh, uh-huh. is that still going oh yeah okay yeah yeah it's so more than ever can you not avoid the charges doing it that way I've never used parcel motel to go I do. have and it worked but this is pre, pre-Brexit I don't know if it works pre-Brexit that's so the thing stuff that they won't normally send over they will send it over to the north and they'll courier it down and just leave it in your locker basically they're at about I think Amazon are doing about 45,000 parcels a day in Ireland 
Wow. But they would be doing more if it wasn't for some of this carry on. So when they have their own places. Now that's assuming every weird thing you want to buy on Amazon is in stock in Ireland. Yeah. Maybe there's certain things. Like the thing I bought, I don't know if that would be. But if it is, great. Because that's the... I haven't bought anything from the UK since it all kicked off and I didn't realise how, how long. Like, where is it? If it's coming from the UK and I ordered it on Saturday, where is it? If you order from France or Germany, it'll be here by yeah, now. Yeah, everything has been delayed by a few days. Just add, add about four days onto everything now. So those sites are being worked on. Life will be easier. I don't know if all the shoes and all the all all the clothes will be hanging around waiting for someone to buy them here. Tell you one the thing I want to get, and it's uh, my sister has this thing, right? Your she sister has everything. She has cool stuff. She has this um, this ice cube machine, right? And it makes these big round ice cubes. You know, like how quickly? I don't know. But like you, like you have to freeze them. You like. have to freeze them. Yeah, but like they make their big. Like the, there's a huge ball of ice okay. in your glass. Nice, and they're really cool. How'd you get a big ball of? Uh, how wide are your glasses? She well, use those big bowl things, those fish bowls. No, no, she's like a, like say a, a whiskey glass. I saw somebody having this. Right, you saw somebody having. It this. wasn't me. It was my brother. <laughs> he is having a, this giant ice, this giant ball ice cube, and watering he, down the whiskey. The thing she has is is four. It makes the four of these balls. It's very cool though, not day. Eh? Oh, I'd imagine, yeah. Yeah. That'd be good for an ice ball fight. Just a big ice ball in your pint of water. Whoa. Yeah, no, that'd be good, yeah. Yeah. So is it is the part built in for a smeg fridge or is it? No, it's just a gadget. It's just it's one of those little fiddly things. I told you before, there's, a, there's an account on TikTok that shows you stuff that you need to buy on Amazon that you didn't realise you needed to buy. And it's all these gadgets that you've been quite happy to live your life without. Yeah, but when you see them, you go, oh, yeah, there's no, another I, would, one. I would use that, There's I would a, use that. A bag resealer, so you're having a bag of crisps now, you're yeah. a little munch. Who, and, who only has to have the bag? You have half the bag. Say it's one of those big bags, right? And you, you get your little resealer and you go, and it's like fresh again. Nice. It's completely sealed, like factory sealed. Stacey Solomon would love that. Yeah. And she brings all her crisps in her. You don't need it, but you need yeah, it, you yeah. know that kind of way? I don't know if Greg is directly involved, but he said these premises are huge. It's going to save a lot of hassle. I try. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I that with Parson Motel last week because of Brexit, they closed their Northern Ireland address. Ah. 
Thanks for the tip off there, SJ. That's very annoying, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, look, they're coming soon. Uh, there's at least two of them, if not the end of this year, before the end of next year, it has to be. And it will hopefully make things get delivered. Ding dong, an awful lot quicker. The DPD people will be here to stay. They just the stuff won't be from as far. I've got to jump straight to this question, Jim. So, in lockdown, which is where the Grand Tour on Amazon Prime, they stayed in the UK because of everything. And uh, Jeremy, Richard, and James, they embark on a trip to Scotland, which is it just looks gorgeous. The scenery, oh, Scotland's rocking. It's uh, absolutely like you know. For those of us who've been to Edinburgh, look, I'm sure people know that if you go into the mountains, it's lovely. Scotland's is like it's very, it's very similar to our own. Not that warm. Yeah. Even colder than here, but gorgeous. Anyway, there's a scene where they always pick on James. He goes off to, I think he's using the jacks or something, and they all have caravans in part of the episode, and they fill his caravan with water. From the hose of a fire engine, isn't it? Like it's properly filled, and you can see the water just seeping out of the bottom of the door, but he opens the door... And he falls on his arse with the pressure of the water. So, so funny. And I don't know if they did seven takes in it. If they did, you wouldn't know. The way he fell, like, there's no way he could have known it was full of water. No. Because he, like, it really lamped him. Like, he went flying on his back and landed in cold water like he was soaked. Here's what he said about it. Quite a good gag, that one. Quite difficult to set up as well. And it's surprising how how much force that amount of water has behind it. I mean, we're sort of dimly aware that if you get a big wave at the seaside, it can knock you over. Or worse. Um... But a caravan full—it's—it's it's quite a lot. It's a big weight of stuff to come out through a through a small gap. It's, it did knock me over. I wasn't pretending. I saw him on TV the other day, and he's very funny, isn't he? He and is he, funny. Yeah. He just—he just comes out with a random fact. He said, "Did you know the brown hula hoops are vegan?" <laughs> Everyone's going, "No." Even no. though they're meant to be beef. Yeah, flavor. beef flavor. If you're vegan, you can eat brown hula hoops. Apparently, excellent. According to him, excellent. Check it though. Uh, and also the log crossing thing that they had to that that, that was tricky to drive the big uh, American cars over the water to get to the island it was uh, well it looked hairy enough so how, the, how you're driving on logs that are on water is it? they were already logs they were like inflatable ice block things and they had to join them all together and then James got stuck and Clarkson has to try and rear end him many many times to sort of shunt him forward it doesn't really work but it made for a uh, well, the usuals. Those things are pretty alarming. And I have noticed historically that whenever we build a bridge or a, a log crossing or a cable car, I always seem to go first. I have noticed that. They may think I don't notice, but I do. Um, and my car was the heaviest as well. So if mine made it, it was a fair chance that the others would, as long as Richard Hammond didn't just steer off the road, which he does tend to do sometimes, obviously. But it was, yeah, I mean, I, part of me, I thought, well, people build these, so they must work. It's not the first time it's been done. But if you've never driven across a floating road, it is very alarming because each bit of the road you get to sinks as you're on it. I mean, it doesn't sink completely. Obviously, you can see in the film, it you know, it sort of semi-submerges and then it comes up again behind you. But the sensation, especially when you've got that huge bonnet and you can't really see immediately in front of you, it's, yeah, I was, I was, I was tensed up and ready to bail out if I had to, definitely. <laughs> In the next dish, that we'll ask them, would they ever do a Grand Tour special in Ireland? I'd say they would. Mm. There's plenty of there's plenty of scope for it. And good news for Tom Grennan fans. He's warned his fans there'll be no more sad songs for him because he's found the one. Who's the one? His girlfriend. 
He said, my life has completely changed. I've stopped drinking. I've stopped smoking. I've got a new girlfriend now. She's amazing. And ever since I started putting positive energies into the world, I don't want to sound like a guru guy, but positive energies, you do them, you do get them back. And he says, he's, it's all going to be up-tempo, happy songs from now on from him. But that's what sells, Tom. Mmm, Tom Grennan. <laughs> like, look at Gavin James and Capaldi. Ed Sheeran and Capaldi. And Although, where is Capaldi? He's gone very, very quiet. Yeah, I don't know. I think time's up for the... Uh, for the singer-songwriters, I think bands are coming back. Oh, there's definitely be, uh, yeah, there'll be a new cycle, a new wave, and things will change, no doubt about it. Me friend. Me friend. Uh, the third season of Snowpiercer, the most apocalyptic thriller series from Netflix, is due to drop anytime soon, and fans are already looking ahead to season four. And uh, for those who are in, they say they can't blame them for not being able to wait. They're hacking in. You'll seize the system. I'm going to the connector. Make our way to the tail, cut the uplink by hand. If you can't get this latent to surrender my train, Alex will disconnect and we'll take a short spin in reverse. When we return, they'll all be dead. A 40-car parasite does not call the shots around here. Snowpiercer does. Okay, on me. Snowpiercer belongs to the people now. That second last voice, I thought that was Kanye for a minute. Camille Cabello yeah. is in a movie. Yeah, and sorry. I'll tell you about it in the next dish of the dirt. I didn't mean to. Do that. <laughs> it's a good sign, isn't it? <laughs> and thanks to so me. We have to wrap up your Oscar. Oscar there. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, seven fifty-two. Thanks to the academy. <laughs> it's time for some strawberry messages. Is your dog house trained? Do you need help with them stopping making a mess of your kitchen floor? Well, just call Miriam, the dog whisperer. Go, Tyler. Yeah. Go toilet, will you? Do you want to go toilet? Go on, don't toilet, will you? Go on. T- go toilet. Go toilet. Go toilet. Miriam is a trained dog whisperer. I've been doing this nearly two months. And I just bring them down into the fields and they tell them to go toilet. And then they do. Miriam, the dog whisperer. She's the business. Hello, we're the O'Donovan brothers. And friend, hi, I'm Fintan McCarthy. Yeah, cheers Fintan. Even though my brother Gary didn't win the gold medal at the Tokyo Olympics, we're going to give the Irish public what they want. The O'Donovan brothers comedy stage show. And friend. Shut up Fintan. Come along to our hilarious comedy stage show and hear all our catchphrases like... Pull like a dog. I'd eat steak for breakfast, lunch and dinner with a few spuds like. And I'll get her back of the hand from my mother cause I've been ignoring her. Can I say my catchphrase now, let's? No, no Fintan! The O'Donovan Brothers Comedy Stage Show. And friend. Shh. We're, We're gonna, gonna make a big splash on the comedy circuit. Ha ha ha. I got flowers and I got chocolates. The present you need for your loved one is personalised graffiti. Just tell us the wall lamp out our bridge you want spread and your message will be done by Carl, also known as Bottle Banksy. Bottle Banksy. 
He lashed it up for you overnight. Fidelma is a lash. Fidelma is a lash. Brian has no friends. Brian has no friends. Alright, ma. Alright, ma. These are just so many options you can have from Battle Banksy. Personalized graffiti. It's the future. The future. Hey, how you doing? I'm the guy who voices ads like this. The summer weather is sizzling hot, so you should go buy yourself some refreshing ice cream right now. I'm friendly without being too friendly. I'm familiar without being too familiar. A little creepy without being too creepy. When you hear me, you don't think to yourself, ah, here we go, this chancer is just trying to sell me something. You think, wow, this guy really wants to make my life easier by selling me something. I hate you. The everyman voiceover guy. I'm your best friend in an ad. Don't call me. I don't know you. questions 60 seconds 1000 euro fm 104's instagram with missquote.ie car insurance empowering irish women every day visit missquote.ie alan is watching love island he reckons toby's playing a good game is that right alan yeah definitely the uh the the theory is this morning that i've read yeah that a lot of people think that toby is a plant from Love Island themselves and he's an actor and he's in there <laughs> stirred up here's oh an, definitely here's another theory I have are there more fellas watching Love Island this year than ever before I yeah definitely I know a big burly guard I can't give Hello. out his name and he goes home every night I got a text his missus isn't even allowed to start the tape until he gets home Wow. So what's going on with lads in Love Island this year? What is the story? It's escapism. Nobody can go on holidays. It's the only the furthest we can get is watching it out in the bag of crisps. <laughs> All right, Jim. All right. <laughs> so how do you normally do when you play Instagram? Uh, I don't do too bad. You know, this is the worst round to be on ever because we've had two winners in a row. Oh, brilliant. So the chaser over here is going to do his absolute best to make sure you it's don't win. It's nothing to do with me. I don't, I don't know. So I try and make them fair. So yeah, on the 16th of July, we had a 10. Then we went on holidays. And yesterday we had a 10. So we've technically had two in a row for myself. Both and ladies. Uh, yeah, Jane and Aoife. Are we ready? Come on, Alan. Make it three in a row. 10 questions. Good luck. The game starts in three, two, one. What's the main ingredient in guacamole? Avocado. What month was Easter Sunday in earlier on this year? April. What to, is the underground train system in Paris called? Oh, the, the Metro. What dart station is beside the Aviva Stadium? Connolly. True or false, Camilla Cabello's mother is called Janet. False. What nationality is the Olympic athlete Simone Biles? American. What basketball legend is the star of this year's Space Jam, a new legacy movie? Um, no, it's not Shaquille O'Neal. Um, you know, you know. Shaq. No, that's the same bird. <laughs> what year did YouTube launch? 2003 or 2005? 2005. Caracas is the capital of which South American country? Spain. And... What Irish band had their debut album go to number one in the UK last month? First Irish, Codeline. First Irish band did it in 13 years. It was not Codeline. It was in Halo. 
Debut album for an Irish band that hasn't happened in a long time, 13 years in fact. Nice one. Venezuela is the uh, country in South America. Right. Caracas. You're Le- right about YouTube, was 2005. Wasn't worth an awful lot of money then, and then Google came along and gave them billions for it. LeBron James is the basketball legend that's uh, the star of this year's Space Jam. Don't ask him for oh. a selfie at the moment. <laughs> is Camille's ma called Janet Jim? No, she's not. She's called Sinhue Estrabo. Right. So I thought Janet sounded like a ma's name. Well, uh, Ariana Grande's ma's Joan, so you never know. Mm. Uh, Lansdowne Road is beside the Aviva. Some call right. it, some call, still call the stadium after the dart station, Jim. So it's a six for you today, Alan. Not great. Well, <sighs> look, as I said, it'll always be tough. <laughs> Don't be too hard on yourself. I won't. Thanks so much. Thanks for Cheers playing, Alan. Alan. Good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Looks like we're all going to uh, South America for holidays. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Dish the dirt. With Autobuy. Sell your car the easy way. Instant cash for your car today. Visit autobuy.ie. Okay, so Love Island. Toby and Chloe decide to give it another try. Now, some people are saying this morning that Toby's an actor. Would you buy into that? He's a plant. What do you think, everyone? So they lay all their cards on the table after realising that the grass might not be greener on the other side. Do you know what you want now? What's that? You have to see. <laughs> you have to see, You want to keep playing games. We're just playing games all day. That's fine. Kissing, cuddling. It's not the same. It's not the same. I love you, Bob. Yeah. No way. That was really cute. Oh, oh, no, this is, no, this is really... It's hard because no, it it's hard. so easy to go back to being normal, but then I'm like, no. Remember how badly you mugged you <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, say it again. Sorry. One more time. Sorry. Thank you. You see, there are the things you do in private. There's nowhere private in there. I know. <laughs> so even when you're private, you're not. You're mic'd up. Mm. There's cameras on you. Meanwhile, uh, what's their faces? Uh, in a bid to win Millie Moo back, Liam has got a very important speech to make. Uh, you make me nervous, which takes me back to when I was a young lad experiencing my first childhood love. <laughs> uh, you make me speechless for the first time I lay my eyes upon you. I was lost for words. I thought it would be impossible for anyone to make me feel like that, as I've never experienced that before. But you make me feel that way every day. Um, <laughs> uh, the space apart from me and you has really reminded me how much I don't want to be without you. I'm not asking you to click your fingers and forget how I made you feel. I'm asking you to try and look forward and look how I can make you feel. Do you reckon they have to leave spaces for the music to come in? I don't know, but last week it was Picture This and Codaline back to back on Love Island. In heartbreaking scenes. Well. Like within two seconds of each other. Now if that was in a French accent, that would have sounded a lot more romantic. You think you don't like the Welsh accent? I didn't say I don't like it, Jim. I just said the French accent would... I mean, is there more romantic accent than... French... You remind me of a little boy. I don't know. I think so. I like, I like that Scottish accent. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pepper's got a new album out. Yes. Oh, 
that's a daddy. different Peppa. That's a different daddy. That's a, who's Daddy Pig? That's not Frey Roy. Who's your Daddy Peppa? Who's your Daddy Peppa? That's not Daddy Pig. And also, the the girl who plays Peppa must be twenty two now. Well, they they bring in a different Peppa every so often, don't they? Oh my god! They keep her seven or ten. Uh, meanwhile, back to the Grand Tour, which is on Amazon Prime now. It's called Lockdown because it's in Scotland, and James May, uh, as usual, gets the rough end of the stick. I think to compare to the rest of them, but would they ever do a special in Ireland? Uh, that was the question that we asked James May, and here's what he said. Did he rule it in? Did he rule it out? Absolutely fine by me. I'm very happy exploring the British Isles, which I've been meaning to do more of for for a while. And actually, I'm trying to think of the last time I came to Dublin. It's, I think it was when we used to do our live show. So it's a good six years ago, maybe it's probably 10 years, in fact, because it's always longer than you think. So yes, I'd love to come over. I'd love to go around the Ring of Kerry again on a small motorcycle. Fantastic. Love it. They, uh, I'm reliably told they have torn us a new one several times when they've come over here. Have they? Yeah, I know someone. I think I said this before. I had to escape out a toilet window with James May. I know British Isles, though. You know, you don't drop that crack. Yeah, <laughs> geographically, technically, he's tech. But yeah. I don't know if he was if he was trying to wind Crossy up there. I think so. Maybe he was waiting for something. I think something so. Back. <laughs> I think. But uh, it's on Amazon Prime at the moment. I've seen it. It's good. It's a good laugh. It's a good laugh. Yeah. And uh, Billy Eilish brings male fantasy to the bedroom for Vivo live performance. What does that mean now? She's uh, stripped down her male fantasy song for a new Vivo live performance of it to support of her latest album, Happier Than Ever. Nice, chilled out version of it. We're just pretending to be alright, convince myself. Wouldn't it? That's nice. I know I should, but I could never you. Would you say she's those little battery powered lanterns from Needle? I'd say so. I'd say bed Olivia Dr- Rodrigo is writing it all down. <laughs> she's taking it all in. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's good. So, looking at what's going on in the world, talking about a little bit of love, um, Rita Ora and uh, Taika Waititi have officially sort of appeared together now as a couple. They were on the red carpet of Suicide Squad. Uh, he's the director. And Good on uh, them. Is she allowed to talk about it? Because Rita Ora comes with a long list of things you can and can't ask her. Yeah, I think, uh, well, if this is their first public thing. Like, there's rumours that they were seeing each other, but like, you know. You know, they were arm in arm, so. Yeah, well. They're a good-looking couple, I tell you that. That's it, then. Ah, they are, yeah. Ah, they are. She'll have to stay away from the parties. No parties. He's cool. He's super cool. Mm. So, yeah, she won't be doing as much parties now. Over in France, they're going mad because uh, their government has issued identity cards. I don't know if it's in a similar vein to having a thing on your phone that lets you go for a pint. (laughs) I think we'll look back and they they made us do what? Yeah. Anyway, in France, they've issued identity cards and there are English words on it. And they are going oh, they go French bananas. Why are there English words on it? Don't know. Just so, is it in French and English? Just so. The cards which are brought into uh, use this week provide an English translation of the French terms, including num, venoms, and nationality. And critics say that it's belittling to the French. Maybe just if you got someone who was trying to read it in 
a restaurant or something and they didn't have French. Yeah, maybe that's what. So it's in French and English. So that yeah. makes that kind of makes no, sense. No, they know? don't want no, no, get don't no, no, no. I haven't got my um, passport joke thing yet. Yeah, best of luck with that. Hold on hold for nine hours. The longest I've stayed on hold is twenty minutes. Your call is very important to us. Well, why are you using the I know people then? that got it the next day. Also, I did go for a pint last week and I, and I knew the publican who was scanning me. Actually, they listened to the show. Oh, really? Uh, thanks, lads. And uh, I said, here, give us a look at that now. What did I tell you? So when you scan the QR, they know when you had your second. Your so second. they'll know right. if you are done. Now, I also know mates who were in other pubs at the weekend and it was like, you're, you're, not, you're not two weeks Go on. Oh, is there? Yeah. That? And they also have sneaky undercover agents going around. Checking. No. Like mystery shoppers. Well, they have to do that because they say that if you do go to a pub where they're bending rules, you should leave. Mm. Mm. Uh, an international hairstylist has revealed that for people with hair, Nobby. Yeah. That oh, Jim, I do have hair. No, I know. But like it's everyone's been washing head. their hair wrong. Oh, have they? Yeah. Yeah. So apparently when you wash your hair, you put the shampoo in, you're supposed to do it twice. Oh, yeah. It yeah. says it on the bottle, do it they twice. do it twice in the hairdressers all the time, even I remember that. Yeah, but like a lot of people don't do it twice. She says that, so the first time you put it in, that'll remove the the product, the gel, the bits and the, bobs. The dirt, the grease, yeah, the, the, grease the dandruff, the, the oil, the all that. cells. So it'll get rid of that. Skin. The second time you go in, yeah. that's when it actually cleans it. Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows that. Well, lots of people didn't know. When I used to go to Peter Mark as a kid to get my hair done. I always <laughs> I used to love it. I know. What'd you get done? Just the curtains. Did you get a perm, like no, just the curtains. I don't know why I was brought to Peter Mark. I don't know. It's probably just handy. It was in Nukrov. Probably, ah, probably still your, is. Your man, you one of the, the people who worked there. But the feeling and like you know, if you get this done regularly, ladies probably more than lads. Uh, although at the time, I don't know. I used to love that. So the do they still have the basins <laughs> where there's a groove for your neck? And yeah, you, yeah. And you lie of course back. they do. Yeah. And then like you'd feel they wreck the, your they wreck your neck. They're they really were, sore. Well, they'd they? have little cushions, you know. Yeah, and well, then there's no cushion. I had. Then the feeling of the like their showers were more powerful and and shower heady on on your head. And I like yeah. I really miss that. I could, if I went in and asked that now, I'd be laughed at. You would in your current stage. You would. Yeah. yeah. How are you doing? You wouldn't. Wash but like your I, head, if you, you get that done in the hairdressers, like don't take that for granted. I, and I even missed it because I don't bother going to a bar anymore just do it myself I even miss that little scrapey blade thing in the back oh, of your yeah, neck I love nice. that yeah. if I could do that to <laughs> myself <laughs> without slitting my neck I'd, I'd do a shiver, it all it's <laughs> such a lovely feeling I like when it's really really tight and it's real kind of prickly at the back I like touching the back of my head when it's prickly I miss all that stuff so don't take the hair washing for granted and do it twice so a couple in who was messing you there by the way when I Crossy, said Crossy he said Peter Mark with like f- five laughy faces <laughs> A 13-year-old girl, right? She was staying in a room all the time, acting yeah. up a lot, being a bit of a, a grouchy mooch head. And uh, her parents were getting annoyed with her because she was just staying in the gaff. Her behaviour was very bad. So they brought her to an island and left her there. And she's only 13. <laughs> That's better than the boarding school threat. A rebellious teenager was dumped on a desert island by her parents in the hope that she'd grow up. The 13-year-old, like she's a kid. Who's now in counselling. Was rescued from the, uh, an empty bit of, a, of land on Shandong in China after flagging down some fishermen. She'd been taken to this rocky outcrop. Like it, it's fairly bleak now. It wow. looks like the west of Ireland or something. And her mum and dad, because they, they were fed up with their poor behaviour. Lots of teenagers have poor behaviour. You don't dump them on Docky Island. <laughs> What's the coordinates there again? <laughs> well, you know, the equivalent. 
They're said to have wanted to teach the girl a lesson about hardship and adversity due to her having been dropped out of school and staying in a room all day. Get off that iPad! Desperate times call for desperate measures. No, not that desperate. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty severe now. It's a kilometre off the coast of uh, where they live. That's, they, that's like bringing someone out to Ireland's eye. She just had biscuits and water. They gave her these hard biscuits and water and they had no electricity, no running water and uh, accompanied by a survival expert. Oh, so she wasn't on her own. The girl spent two days, they never, they never said that. She spent two days on the island before contacting the fisherman. said, here, you wouldn't call the police, would you? Because my parents have dumped me with this man. <laughs> this Chinese bear grills here. Wow. I need to get off. That's a bit mad, isn't it? So, um, yeah, the police uh, then ordered her parents to take her, their distressed daughter home. I'd say, and the rest. Well, And finally, if you, uh, I like going to see the macaques in Dublin Zoo. They're one of my favourite animals to have a little look at. A Japanese macaque colony has gained its first alpha female leader in 70 years after a nine-year-old beat up her own ma at the aging male competition and has taken top spot. A, ma- a macaque beat up their own ma? Yaki is her name. She has established her place as Boss Monkey in a 677-strong troop of macaques. Wow. That's uh, a movie, isn't it? It is, yeah. I go and see Boss Monkey. In f- following violence in which she defeated her ma, Biki... In April, two months later, she went after the alpha male, Sanchu, who's 31. He'd led the group for seven years. And uh, since then, she's acted as leader, climbing trees, shaking them, walking up with her tail up in displays of dominance and aggression that are extremely rare in female macaques. Wow. Yeah. She's the boss. Boss monkey, as you say. Boss boss of the macaques. On Gav. Go on, Gav. He's strawberry alarm clock. It's F on the four. They're playing Gav off the air in the UK. On the air. <laughs> on the air and they're playing a lot of them and he's getting a lot of new fans who are going oh, I like this song Sober let's listen to his other stuff oh and he's all these other tunes which is yeah, fantastic he's good isn't he he's Irish oh, it won't be long Gav you'll know you've made it when they claim you all right. they can't claim him they will they'll try They look Big at him red white heading him they'll still try and claim him they can't he wakes up in the morning looks at the sun sun yeah. rising gets sunburnt I'd say so, uh, I know this is probably over your head a little bit, Jim, but just bear with me. Oh, it's so, over my head, is it? Well, just because you're not interested in cars, really. But uh, the Ferrari... Uh, not two, as interested in, as you. Ferrari 250 GTO, it's like possibly the finest. Like, do you me- remember that? Sh- it's like a James Bond Aston Oh, Martin right, yeah, yeah. Car. Like a very old-fashioned one, isn't it? Serious wedge, right? Yeah. How much is that now? Uh, well, I'll tell you, because um, there was a, a French designer. Uh, you'll probably... This will be more your bag now. Uh, Patrick... <laughs> <laughs> just because you like French lads. Patrick Bardenon. I, I like the French culture. Am I yeah. pronouncing it right? Bardenon. So Bardenon. He's no. His da would have been involved in leather jackets and all this. Uh, so the first lads that flew across the Atlantic wore his Charles Lindbergh wore one of his da's leather ja- jackets. Jackets with the, okay. with the big furry. So he looked. He looked cool. Uh, breast things, whatever they're called. I can't remember. Anyway, they're they're stinking rich. Loads of money, and their da big furry breast things. You have to put it into context now, Fairness. Jesus Christ. No, no not so the French lad flying, ac- he's flying no. across him. He's flying across no, with he's a big furry, fr- big furry chest. You know those leather bomber jackets with the goggles? Oh, away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those, those chaps. Or right? shocks away. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that lad's son yeah. was also very, very rich and he passed away in 2012 but he left his kids a load of Ferraris. And the row started because this guy went round the Nuremberg Ring in, the, I think, the 80s in in one of his Ferraris and had a bad accident. Right? Now, when you say a load of Ferraris, how many Ferraris is he a load was, of Ferraris? Uh, 
Well, there was of the of the two fifties GTOs. There was only forty manufactured between sixty two and sixty four. He had one of them. He was believed to have one of the largest Ferrari collections in the world. Oh, so it's going it's going to be like twenty had, or forty, is it or something like that? Yeah, he had that many. They had to sell some of them off to pay off some of the uh, inheritance tax that they had. So Sterling Moss would have driven his cars. He had a Spider Scagliati, like he'd serious uh, collection. Anyway. One of his sons, when he nearly crashed the car in the Nürburgring, or nearly killed himself on the Nürburgring, he gifted the Ferrari to specifically one of three sons. He said, son, I want you to have this car. He didn't necessarily go off and do the same thing. Just have that Ferrari. Okay. But then he passed away in 2012. This Ferrari collection is worth, like, millions, millions and millions. Like, uh, he sold... Anyway, one morning, the other two brothers find out. The eldest fella has sold the car that his dad sort of said, look, this one is for you. But, you know, years have passed. He was a kid. The one that he, the dad's left. Well, this is the argument from the brothers. They're like, well, this was this was our share. We were all... I know he said to you when you were a young fella, this is your car. But, but now he's gone. It was all our cars. But now he's gone, we share it three ways, isn't so it? So one morning they find out that the, the French done deal, the equivalent, <laughs> your, the eldest son is sold... One, this particular Ferrari for $50 million. $50 million. To a, a collector. And they're a little bit <laughs> off yeah. that they didn't get the share. So this is like, it's the Mona Lisa Ferraris. So this is the best one in the collection? This is the best one in the collection. Jeez. Patrick, uh, his, his eldest, Tycoon's eldest son, was wrong to sell it. The court has issued in France that he must give his brothers $50 million plus interest in the years that have passed since, all all of the Ferraris are currently seized and on hold. They can't get near them. So it's just an example. Of, like I know families always fall out, but it doesn't matter what nationality, how much money there's involved. If there's something to fight over, whether it's a bracelet or a collection of Ferraris, there will be a fight. Well, if he can prove the dad gave him the car, then it's his. Court's overruled. Okay. They've been sold to pay the inheritance tax. Uh, at least 20 remain in the collection. So the car's been impounded pending settlement of the inheritance dispute. And those boys are not talking. They've fallen out. Oh, they've all that money. Yeah. How many Ferraris would you need? Well, you can only drive one at a time. Well, this sold, is the peach one. The, sold the, without permission from his, his uh, siblings, uh, Jean-François. François. So some other lad, some other collector has... The good one now. He has it now, yeah. But I don't. I don't think the court can't force him to pay it back. He gave him the forty-eight million lids for it. He can't say, you know, it wasn't stolen property or anything. I'm struggling to feel sorry for these guys. Ah, you would, Jay. You struggle. It sounds like they're a little, you know, they're a little bit spoilt. So there you go. Wow. Some French brothers are uh, not that, at Christmas lunch. That together. is a movie. It probably is. This is Robbie Alarm Clock. It's F1 to 4. Mr. West. Don't act like I never told you. Now we can now go from uh, Kanye. Mr. West to Ms. Cassidy. We can go, yes, live to the hot press. Good morning. That was a long song to be very warm and sticky in a hot press. Well, you could have opened the door. You I thought you were in there on your own. Gone for a stroll. I am on my own. All right. Um, so, Cassidy Amore, how's it going? I just want to make a public service announcement. Um... I, Hannah Cassidy, I forgive Liam Reardon and I'll be waiting for him on the outside. Is he the Welsh fella? Yeah. Now, Nobby, think, Nobby said earlier that his uh, voice wasn't very attractive. But I didn't say it. It was. Accent, it's absolutely beautiful. I was thinking, yeah. His eyes are mesmerising. Mesmerising. I'm, I'm falling. 
I'm falling hard, guys. Which takes me back to when I was a young lad, experiencing my first childhood love. <laughs> uh, you make me speechless for the first time I lay my eyes upon you. I was lost for words. I thought it would be impossible for anyone to make me feel like that, as I never experienced that before. It's like listening to Bryn. Well, you did. You, so you did experience it before. You. She just said she reminds you of your childhood love. So you have experienced it before. No, I was. If he said that to me, I'd be like, don't speak about another woman. Yeah. I think he meant when he was seven. You remind me of my ex. I don't care. I don't want to know about your ex. Oh. Here's the music. So the theory is this morning that Toby could be an actor, a Love Island plant. (laughs) What do do you think he could? Possibly. Like, he is hectic. He does not know where he is or what he is doing. That's like half the people on the show, in fairness. Like, I think he thinks that this is really funny to the outside world, which it is. But at the same time, it's really bad what he's doing. What if there's a big backlash against him when he comes out? There will be. A hundred percent. People are not happy with him. What's he doing, Hannah, for people who who may not have seen Love Island? What's he He is jumping from female to female whenever he feels like it. And unfortunately, all of those girls are deeply in love with him and he is messing with their their feelings. But could you not also say they're all grown up enough to know they can't all be in love with him? Yeah, but like, you can't help your feelings, And also, by the way, if he's been such a rat, why is everyone in love with him? I know, I know. Chloe needs to really not get back with him, but she's too excited right now that she's she will 100% go back there. But she really shouldn't. And have they not all had a chat about, you know, have all these girls not had a chat about, like they all know about it, do they? Oh, it's open. It's absolutely open to right. the floor and people don't care. They're like, I want him. So he could be the first Love Island contestant with 12 wives. Basically, yeah. Right. Polyamorous. <laughs> this was their chat last night. Do you know what you want now? What's that? You have to see. <laughs> you have to see, you Chloe. You want to keep playing games? We're just playing games all day. That's fine. Kissing, cuddling. It's not the same. It's not the same. I love you, Bob. Yeah. No way. That was really cute. Oh, oh, no, this was, no, this is really... It's hard because no, it it's hard. so easy to go back to being normal, but then I'm like, no. Remember how badly you mucked you Ah, oh, No, not cute. Have you convinced not your dad cute. to watch it, Hannah? No, no, he has absolutely zero time for that. So what does he do when does he walk the dog when you all watch this together or what? No, he actually sits out in the kitchen. <laughs> on his own, in peace. <laughs> on his own, on his phone. Right. Oh, so when you are watching it, what's the situation? Do you watch it with your sisters? I have one sister at home at the moment, so we're currently deeply involved and sit and watch it at nine o'clock every night. So about sort of half eight, what do you do to prepare yourself for the session? We just need to make sure we're as comfortable as possible. So the makeup is off, the hair is on the top of the head, the pyjamas are on. Scraped on. Scraped on. Bit of pseudo cream on the L spots. Lovely. Feet up. Feet up. Ready to go. Instagram versus reality. Love it. In your comfies. Ready to (laughs) go. (laughs) And... And are you are you social? Are you are you social as well? Watching it and tweeting. Hello, hello. Oh, we're here. Yeah. Are you tweeting about it as well at the same time? I think she's just disappeared. Oh, I can hear you now. I can okay, hear you okay. now. Oh yeah. I was so, gone for a second. What are you most? Oh god, it was touch and go. Are you tweeting about it at the same time, or are you just concentrating? No, I'm not one for Twitter to be honest, and I I don't have time for other people's opinions. So no, I'm <laughs> it's just me right. and Love Island. What are you hoping most from tonight's episode? 
Well, to be honest, Sam was really like they just kicked him when he was down last night. Mary did. And I am hoping that he is going to find love in there with someone else and move on because she was cutthroat last night and it's not fair. Okay. I don't know if you knew about that bit. That's good to hear, you know, you being calling out another lady on it. Yeah, well, it was very unfair what happened last night to poor Sam. Okay, well, look, Love Island continues, Virgin Media 1, tonight at 9, for an hour. Hannah will be glued. A lot of you will be glued. We'll talk to you again about it very soon. Step out of the hot press. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.